Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dark Companion. My name is Zach. And I'm David. I gotta tell you, every time I want to say your name, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Hello, I'm David. And I'm David. Um, it's really difficult. Um, so this is the Star Companion. The, uh, the what, David? The internet's premier Star Trek fan, fan podcast. podcast. And, Coming uh, at sh- yeah. you from Parts Unknown. Parts unknown. <laughs> um... Let me let me tell you what you, what we do here, folks. We uh, we review Star Trek episodes, <clears throat> Stardate by Stardate. Yep. Um, you can catch us on all ma- major podcasting uh, platforms. You can contribute to us at patreon.com slash the Star Companion if you feel so inclined. Yeah, if we like that. Yeah, if you're you know if you're feeling <clears throat> swarthy, if you're feeling if you're feeling really good. Start typing in uh, your little email app and email us at uh, thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Tell, well, us, tell us what you think. You mean they can just email us and we'll respond directly? Maybe. Wow. Maybe. That's cool. And if they do, do you think maybe we can give them a sticker? <clears throat> like this one right here? Oh my god, what a great sticker. That's a beautiful sticker. Is that an original series colors and font? It is, yeah. With space in the background. <clears throat> Holy you shit. Can't really see right now. That's right. Space. Space. Trek. Kirk. Zach. Boys. David. Boys. Enterprise. Notes. Star Trek. Enterprise. Season 3, Ep 11, Carpenter Street. Hey, David. Hey, David. Yeah, we got some of those. We got Meanwhiles. We got Hey, Davids. And if you like nefarious, gross-sounding stuff, we got an episode earlier called Voxala. <laughs> it occurred sometime early in our in our podcasting career, but if you want to check it out, feel free. It's fun. It'll get referenced again. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Yeah. But also, maybe you should go back to the beginning. Did you or ever not. think about that? <laughs> Maybe. Did you ever think about that? 
We have a good time here. We keep it light and mm-hmm. fun, and we review episodes, as David said, start date by start date, and we're doing Carpenter Street Deep in the Expanse. Season 3, episode <laughs> 11 of Star Trek Enter- Enterprise. Start date unknown. Unknown. But probably after the last episode. <laughs> Most definitely. In this episode, we see... <laughs> start date 2004. Yeah. <laughs> we see... Uh, <laughs> We see Dad and T'Pol return back to uh, a familiar uh, scene, which is Detroit in the 21st century. I have a thought. Go. Okay, so they meet some guy, right? Mm-hmm. We follow some guy at, when they first go back after the teaser. Yeah. And, you know, he's our he's our everyman. He's mm-hmm. our, you know, guy. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Rapist. Was his, yeah, was his car of the era, or was it older than the era? Didn't it seem older? Like it, it was right. I felt I th- like the. Go ahead. No, go ahead. The truck that T'Pol and Dad steal even feels old, but it appears newer. It is Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> Detroit. You know what I liked about this dude um, was that uh, <laughs> this episode takes place, um, you know, in the in the past. Hmm. Uh, but. It's pre-recession, <laughs> Great Recession yeah. in America, mm-hmm. and I thought there was a little too much going on for Detroit. Yeah, based yeah. on what I know of it now, and pre pre trap house Detroit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pre, you can like buy a house for thirty cents. You know, a day's wage, <laughs> <laughs> an honest wage. <laughs> um, I love this one because it's the the back in time but present, but back in time for us episode. What? Wow, it's relatable. <clears throat> They, uh, like we said, the the episode starts and uh, we see we follow this guy, and he uh, he's obviously in cahoots with the Zindi, and we can tell that because he gets contacted by the Zindi. He arrives back at his at his apartment, his shitty little apartment where he sleeps on a on a pullout bed, and uh, what do they call those Murphy beds? Murphy beds, pullout beds, what have you, and he. Walks in the door, grabs a beer out of the out of the fridge like an everyman. Yeah, drinks, drinks it like a, beer. a savage though. Well, yeah, drinks it like a savage. Walks into his his uh, bathroom and grabs a slice of pizza because that's where you keep pizza in the mm-hmm. 21st century. It's very accurate. Um, <laughs> very magic. Very magic. <laughs> he then walks in back into his living room and the phone rings and he goes, <clears throat> "What? What? Who's calling Who's me calling right me now? at this hour?" And he picks up the phone and it's a Zindi. Isn't he so relatable, this guy, though? He is, yeah. He's our everyman. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to chloroforming hookers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> David and I got back from Thailand a few weeks ago. Yeah. A couple months ago now, <laughs> Throwing I Throwing them off bridges. Um. Yeah, so he's some traitorous human helping Zindi. Yep. And then, uh, you know, there's the classic kidnap hookers trope. Classic. You know. He says, he goes and picks up a uh, hooker, and she says... Uh, just take me, you know, take me someplace where people can't spawn and this car will start squeaking 10 yeah. to 12 times. <laughs> and then after that, I'll get out, walk away, and then I myself will despawn after I walk about 40 yards away from the car. That sounds familiar. Hey, David. Yeah. Zach. You looking for a date? <laughs> Maybe with your friend. <laughs> that guy was so savage in right. that. Yeah, you looking for a date? Uh, maybe with your friend, yeah, yeah. not you. You're charging high prices, lady. <clears throat> I want the other one because she's um uh oh negative, Asian. 
Um, no. She, does she have the kind of blood that you like? Mm, well, she doesn't use teeth. That's the, that's the big thing. Okay. Hey! Hey, Zach. <laughs> You're the guy who brought me the apple juice. What? <laughs> that's what she said to him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were at the AIDS clinic earlier. I didn't know that. <laughs> you want to fuck? Yeah. I mean, that was in the show. Yeah, get in my car. <laughs> That's literally how it went. Yeah, no, totally. And they drive up the street, and she says, it's not dark here. This isn't a tree. There's people spawning all over the place. And <laughs> oh, she God. just says, come here, baby. And he just puts a rag over her face, and she falls asleep. And mm-hmm. he takes her to a to a lab and picks up a briefcase full of ill-gotten gains. And um, what, the, was it, what was your Hey Zach? Did I say Hey Zach? Yeah. Hey, Zach. Yeah? You ever thrown a hooker off a bridge? <laughs> Only when I'm in Thailand. Me too. Oh. Anyways. Um, Question. Yeah. Were the Zindi just, you know, replicating money? That's a good question. <clears throat> or were they going to an ATM like Archer and Paul later on and just like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Dressed as reptiles? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. They couldn't have. I like to withdraw some money. <laughs> Put the money in the bag. <laughs> they go dressed up as a regular. You're not Mr. Dawson. <laughs> they're, they're stacked up on top of each other. <laughs> in a dress coat. <laughs> <laughs> like an old cartoon. He goes to withdraw money and he licks his eye because he's a reptile. You know how they yeah, do that? Yeah. <laughs> I really uh, I really liked the realism <laughs> in a trench coat. I really liked the realism in this episode because the car the rapist was driving definitely didn't have power steering. Nope. Definitely looked like a rapist car. I thought it was a serial killer at first. I, yeah. I Seriously, I watched it and I was like, am I watching Forensic Files right now? Did I click the right Netflix? What am I doing? Uh, yeah, so the dude's getting paid, what, like a hundred bucks? A thousand bucks to kidnap mm-hmm. people for some unknown? Mm-hmm. How'd that proposition go? What'd that Craigslist ad look like? What a great point. You know what I mean? Looking for rogue medical <laughs> worker. Hi, do you work at a blood bank? Want to make some extra cash? Under the table, no 1099. <laughs> well, come to the warehouse on Slauson. they're stacked on top of each other again in the trick (laughs) met with some guy that was like eight feet tall wearing a fedora it's cool though he spoke english yeah oh my god that's uh, yeah how did how did that begin how do you find a job like that dad's given uh the yeah seriously dad's given uh the dog cheese again yep and then he, That's you know, and it's like, damn it, Archer, what are you doing? And then uh, Daniel American shows up. cheese. Yeah, Amer- that's right. A slice. God bless him. A craft single. <clears throat> Daniel shows up, crewman Daniels. And then uh, the long lost time traveler. That's right. And dad goes, I thought you were keeping an eye on the timeline. I've been waiting for you. I'm not talking about the expanse. I'm talking about Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> In the 21st century. Everything starts melting. You get that one guy voice. In this episode, Archer and Paul go back in time. Yeah, anyway. But remember. 
yeah, Daniels and his team have detected three reptilian on Earth. It's just geckos. <laughs> they got it all mixed up. <laughs> Their sensors are off. <laughs> and uh, Archer just brought fucking Porthos prodding along at night on the ship. Mm-hmm. And uh, to Paul's room. That's right, in the middle of the night. Hey, Paul, mind if I come in? Sure. Okay, cool. Walks in with his fucking dog and parakeet and all that shit. <laughs> what are you doing, man? He's just that's kind of rude. I said you could come in. I know, not your I know you're dog. the captain, but you know, there's a safe space in here, man. <laughs> what if she sleeps naked? Yeah. And uh, what if he pees on a you know ancient meditation cloth? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Plowing ahead until you start doing it. Plowing right? ahead. <laughs> That's why people listen. <clears throat> um, That's why I listen. I had a note here, and uh, what was the note here? Um, while while Archer is explaining to Paul, to to Paul, you know, he's like, "We got to go back in time." Blah blah blah. He says that none of this is ever going to be recorded in Star Trek in Starfleet history because. This is like completely like a you know yeah, under didn't happen. under the ta- yeah didn't happen mm-hmm. under the table table type thing and I I just thought that was a perfect like wave of the hand of like this is why this is never talked about from now on like Archer's just another yeah. captain you yeah, know exactly but secretly there was a time war going on yes there was um um I thought that was brilliant I know I, I I couldn't agree and then uh, to Paul doesn't believe it and then. Archer and T'Pol put on their 2004 clothes. They gotta go back in time. And then they walk through a door and all of a sudden they're in Detroit. And Archer looks at T'Pol with the fucking smarmiest I told you so smile. <laughs> See. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, he's just looking giddy like he's telling his wife. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Dad and mom are taking a stroll down the cold streets of Detroit. They start trying to break into a car. Before you get there. They get... Uh, Unfortunately, they get shot at in a drive-by. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and of course, Dad finds a car that has the repo fucking <laughs> the repo lock on the on the tire. Yeah, it classic feels, Detroit. Feels like uh, that one time those other two future one was an alien and one wasn't. They go back in time to like the the seventies. And uh, they don't know how to ride the bus. Nope. What was that show? Yeah. What, what, was, what, that show? what was that one? That was a highly underrated hmm. movie. <clears throat> We're gonna go to an arcade. Yeah. So before you get there, I would just yep. like to ask you a question, and it goes like this: Hey, David. Zach. What's jet lag like for people who travel back in time 150 years and 90 light years, leaving in the morning and arriving at night? <laughs> that is a brilliant question. Um, you know what I mean? I figure they have it worked out. Okay. I figure you walk through the door, and all of a sudden you're not jet lagged. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> Logic prevails. Nice. We need us some currency. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need to get We need us, uh, We need to get some money. This car is running out of gas. Gas? What is gas? Fossil fuel? The <clears throat> humans are running out of that. You know... It, you know, it was a problem to Paul until 2040 when, oh, Captain, I've got something. Because we don't get the answer. No. You're not allowed to get the answer. This is the 2000s, dude. Iraq war. Iraq. You know what I mean? Afghanistan. We need uh, we, we need we need that oil price to go up. We do. We need uh, to pay more. Trying to get more. that oil. <laughs> you think I'm going to say anything about oil? 
What you cooking? Yeah. <clears throat> can't, can't, uh, no, I, I think that's good. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not. No, I get it. I yeah. get it. And then, and so anyway, they're, they're searching around trying to find the Zindi signals. And meanwhile, our, uh, meanwhile. our rapist is, uh, driving around Excuse and me. he goes and drops a person off. And then there's a man in a trench coat in the shadow who goes, we need the blood types, motherfucker, finish your work. Hurry up. We'll pay you a triple. Hurry up. And, uh. He gets a cripple. Gets a man in a wheelchair. Oh, he does get a cripple. It's a hate crime. This podcast is why I can never run for office. Yeah. Hey, I didn't say they could never vote. Oh. Yeah. That's like Michael Jordan saying Republicans buy shoes too. Yeah. Just kidding. He never said that. But people say he did. Yeah. Michael Jordan can do no wrong. He cried at Kobe Bryant's funeral and it was moving. It was. That was awesome. Now he's got me... For another three, four years with the crying me. <laughs> yep. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, that dude. They go back in time. They find this guy. They mm-hmm. confront him in his dirty, dingy little yep. shithole He apartment. thinks dad looks like a cop, which is funny because he ends up playing a cop. He does. Dad says, tell me where these Zindi are. And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. And he says to Paul, untie him. Untie him. He says, fine, good, yeah, glad. I'm glad yeah. you're untying me. And as soon as he unties me, fucking socks him in the face. That's right. And what does he say after that? Well, he ties him up again and starts asking him. He says, I'm not going to tell you. He says, untie him again. Well, he also says, I didn't feel comfortable doing that with you tied up. Yeah, see, that, dad's that's a man of honor. That's classic dad. Is <laughs> is he, he doesn't want to play by the rules, but he has to. Yeah. He's compelled to. <laughs> Morally, he's compelled to play by the rules. Yeah. I wonder how Dad would feel about waterboarding, all things <laughs> considered. <laughs> he probably wouldn't dig it. He'd probably waterboard one of the manatee people, you know? Yeah. To show that he's cool? Just to you give know, him, like, a they, little they, bit they... of water? Because waterboarding a manatee would be, like, reverse. Yeah. Oh, so he's, what, is he dumping buckets of air on them? Yeah. He's helping them breathe, and then and then when they're not breathing, he's like, tell me where the Zindi plans are. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Logic prevails Logic again. fucking prevails. This, See, is, I, this is a Zach learns uh, to stop asking stupid questions. Episode. I came up with a premise that didn't quite work, and I got myself out of it. I'm impressed. Thanks. What else happened, yeah, Zach? You're, you're welcome. Uh, well... Uh, they, they find out where the Zindi are. Yeah, yeah. They they pretend to be two different people. That the two last people that he needs. Yeah. Um, and Archer infiltrates the warehouse, and Paul makes a very uh, poignant statement about in one individual we managed to find an example of the worst types of people from this era. Hundred percent. Greed, violence, moral corruption. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's a great that's a great statement, by the way. Yeah, I know it totally is. That's that's my trick is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's driving Dad and Archer. I mean, Dad and uh, to Paul to Paul to drop him off at the warehouse. And he's like, I'm, I'm hungry. Kinda hungry. I'm kind of hungry. Want to grab a bite to eat over at Burgerland? And so they go to Burgerland, get some food. Hilarity ensues. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like Spock, you know, in one of those episodes. Want a burger and uh, a taco? I get it. We're in the twenty first century. Just yeah. Get it. yeah, you know, we got that kind of food here. Um, and he goes to Paul. Are you hungry? Are you gonna get anything? And she says, um, 
Does the Fiesta salad contain any animal products? <laughs> Which I, I really enjoyed. She's a veg. Yeah. Um, she doesn't order the Fiesta salad. <clears throat> Spoiler alert. Wow. Afterwards, they drive over to the Zindi compound. Dad infiltrates as a cripple. He's also in a wheelchair. Yes, yes. <laughs> they lay him down and they say, and he whispers to him, he says, hey, if you're going to do this, do this after they take your blood. And, he's, and dad just kind of winks without opening his eyes. And you can see the smirk. Dude. Yeah, you can. And That uh, guy telegraphs being a ham. The Zindi comes out and he says, where's the other guy? We needed A, B, whatever. And he says, I'm working on it, guys. I'll be back in the morning. They say, perfect. And he fucks off and goes back to DePaul. And then they drop their trench coat. They drop their trench coat and they say, finally, that guy's gone. Now we can harvest some blood, lick our eyes and sit under heat lamps and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, things that reptiles do. Uh, Tonight on Keeping Up with the Lizards. (laughs) Just a desert wasteland in your neighbor's yard. (laughs) You brought a B negative, but you didn't bring crickets. Right, they only eat yeah. crickets. Oh no, I get it. Okay, does that mean the manatees only eat algae, or do they eat fish? Well, they eat <clears throat> lettuce. They eat like heads of lettuce, but they, you know, funny thing, funny story, anecdote here, anecdote time. Oh god, <laughs> don't ever call that that again. <laughs> um, <I> was... <laughs> that's gonna stick, and I hate it. I don't ever call it that. I went to the zoo one time and I saw the manatees and there was a manatee that they fed a head of lettuce. Uh-huh. And he was literally sitting in front of the gr- the glass eating the head of lettuce <laughs> and then regurgitating it out and then eating it again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like continually. <clears throat> wow. So uh you know that's that's what happens to the manatees indies is what is what I was getting at. Mm. <laughs> Great. End of anecdote time. <laughs> that was a great little story time we had there. Thanks. It's kind of like a secret. Anyway, um, meanwhile, meanwhile. Uh, turns out they're making a biological weapon because remember, if you remember earlier, the reptiles were like, this isn't going fast enough. We must destroy the humans now. And um, so they went off on their own with uh, presumably the ant people. Mm-hmm. Um, in tow and decided we're going to go back in time, get their blood, and we're going to kill them in the past so that they can never uh, come and destroy us. Yeah, smart move. Yeah, smart move. I, I, I like it, and um, Dad goes fucking roof hopping, mm-hmm. shooting and whatever, about, you know, Westworlden. Yeah, we get a... Uh, uh, a shootout. We get a... Uh, old-fashioned dramatic dad leap yes he's gonna run surveys the leap Mm -hmm. and then run back runs back a little bit and then leaps and happens to grab onto something pulls himself up like a man confronts this lizard zindi and says stop it you've been your your goose has been cooked and the zindi says not if i release this toxin he runs over tries to throw it into a vent dad shoots him grabs the thing just in time and they all jump at the end. Yeah. Like Hawaii Five O. That's weird, because right before that happened, I could have sworn he grabbed the reptiles Indy and pulled its mask off. 
and it was old Herbert from the blood bank. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. I gotta. I gotta send a dollar to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scooby Doo. <laughs> reference. <laughs> old Herbert. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for your this filthy federation. You, federation. You and your spiky-eared crony. Oh god. Wow. Um. Fucking wow. Yeah, anyway, uh the rapist takes the fall for it in the morning and they take everything back to the original time and Dad and Tapal walk in and uh everyone jumps and they freeze frame and yep, that's it. And that's it. And uh trip goes did you go? What happened? You're gone for a second, Captain. Yeah. And then it... That's pretty good. I didn't even get a ch- chance to eat my gumbo. <laughs> you remember my sister died and they won that attack. Uh, how come we never do any crawdad bakes? <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much the episode. This has been the Star Companion. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, if you liked it that much... You can send us a book or two at patreon.com slash the star companion. I did. You can, I sent a buck. <laughs> what are you doing sending us bucks, dude? <laughs> and uh, you can also send us an email at the star companion at gmail.com. We're on all major podcasting platforms. More Picard coming, more Enterprise coming. It's going to be fun. I feel like Shran's around the corner in these next couple episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Thanks for listening. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.